Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. If you are a Christian, how should you live? Many times we learn about the Bible, and we go to church on Sunday morning, and then we uh, do, we take a lot of Bible classes, and then so you might have a lot of Bible knowledge. But many times, it's very seldom, or many times I don't hear much about how we should live practically as a Christian, or I don't really see a lot of great examples of living example of Christian life. So I want us to look at today from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 16 through 18, Apostle Paul talks about very important identity of us, but not just identity, but about the lifestyle that we should live. So let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 16 through 18 together. Oh, what agreement! Or what agreement has the temple of God with the idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and there shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean. And I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Today, there are two things I want to draw from this passage. The first one is come out, and the second one is do not touch. Come out from the midst of all the worldly, filthy things. And do not touch all the sinful things that you see or smell. So let's go back to today's passage. Um, there are There is a great identity that we need to know of. So first of all, it says, Oh, what agreement has the temple of God with the idols? For we... For we are the temple of the living God. Now, just for a moment, uh, for last week, first, Second Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says, We are the new creation. If you are in Christ to Jesus. In other words, if you believe in Jesus, if you're following Jesus, you are the new creation. But not just that, in verse 20, it says, We are the ambassador, ambassadors for Christ, meaning that we represent Christ Jesus, who He is and what He has done everywhere we go. And today, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16, it reveals another important identity, which is we are the temple, temple of God. So if you put them all together, these are the three major identities that we can find from 2 Corinthians. Now, new creation is the beginning that you die with Christ Jesus, you rose again with Christ Jesus. That's the baptism, uh, what baptism symbolizes according to Romans chapter 6, 4. But also, you know, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24, it talks about our old self is gone and then we have a new self. Our inner man is being renewed according to uh, just a few weeks ago. We we learned from 2 Corinthians. Now, this is the new creation that you are born again, that as you are believing in Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and He lives in you and you are a new creature. So that is the beginning identity. So what does it mean to live as the new creation? And now the other two identities are showing what we really do and what lifestyle we, should, we must live. So first of all, if you are in Christ Jesus, you are, you are the ambassador. So as an ambassador, what you do is you represent or you, you show Christ Jesus to the world. But also, as the temple of God, what you do 
is slightly different from uh, the ambassador in terms of relationship to the world. And to the world, you are showing Jesus, but as an ambassador, but in the as a temple of God, we need to be separate. We need to be separate from the world. So we have a two different lifestyle. We need to you need to represent, but also you need to separate from the world. So let's look at uh, today's passage again. What does it really mean to separate from the world? And there are two things, as I mentioned, that we need to do. First one is do not touch. I mean, um, come out of the world. And the second one is do not touch. Let's look at today's passage together. It says, um, as just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So wonderful passage that God is the living God. He is not dead God, but He, the living God is going to be our God, and He will be His people, and He is going to live with us, and He is going to walk with us. In verse 17, it says, therefore, right, important, because God is with us and He is in us, therefore, come out. So this is the first point, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord. So let's look at, let's think about this just for a moment. Come out from the world. Now, what what does that mean? Does it mean that we should be like a Buddhist monk that you go to a mountain and just seclude yourself from all the rest of the world that just by yourself? Or does it mean that we need to end our life? By no means, that's not what this passage really means. It reminds me of a story of Israelites coming out of uh, the Egypt. Now, when they were coming out of Egypt, it was not by their power, but it was by the power of God that God used used Moses to lead the people out of Egypt, and God performed the ten plagues, and um, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful, uh, the miraculous exodus. But not just that, you know, the, uh, they saw God parting the ocean, the Red Sea, so that they could under, they could go through the ocean, and uh, the Egyptian armies were chasing after them, but were, all of them were drowned because God really protected Israelites from the hands of Israel, uh, the Egyptian army. So that's how God, uh, God really helped them to come out from Egypt. But what was the Egypt to them? It was a country of a slavery. They, they were slave into, slave to the country of Egypt. Egypt. So that's what that, that's how they came out from the uh, the country of slavery. Now the Egyptian we have all the Egyptians. What kind of Egyptian is it? It's a spiritual Egyptian. What is that spiritual Egyptian? That's the, the bondage of sin and death that we used to be slave to the, uh, the spiritual Egyptian. But by God's power, by God's grace, God has saved us out of the bondage of sin and death, our spiritual Egyptian. So that is really, we came out from that. Just like the people of Israel came out of Egypt. By the power of God, we came out of it. But however, sometimes the people just do not uh, think sin seriously. They, th- they take it for granted and they like, okay, you know, everyone is sinning, so what's the big deal of a sinning? So some of them try and tend to go back to their old life. That is not the case. That should not be the case because when once Israel was out of Egypt, they could not go back to 
Egypt, they could not go back to the old lifestyle, even though many of them were、uh, sinning against God by、uh, worshiping the idols. However, that is not exactly what God wants us to do. God wants us to come out from the old life, old sinful life. That's what Apostle Paul is saying here. Now, you are the temple of God. God lives in you, and God wants to walk with you. Therefore, you must come out of your sinful behavior, sinful lifestyle. You need to stop. You need to stop going back to your old,、uh, your old self behaving. So, that's really what it means to come out. The Second one is do not touch. So let's go back to today's passage again in verse 17. It says, Therefore, come out from there in the midst of be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch, do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. Okay? So let's just uh,、um, think about this moment. At first, You should, not come out, you should come out from the sinful behaviors and all that. But you also, you should not touch anything unclean. Now, it really shows us who we really are. It says, be separate. Come out from there, be separate. Be separate. That's what it means to be holy. Holy doesn't mean that you wear the holy garment and you walk holy in front of everyone so that people would respect you. That's not really what it means. Being holy means being separate. Being different so that you're not going back to the world, but also you're not touching things. Some people are just putting things or tempting、uh, around them. So when they wake up and then when they see, when they see their smartphones, and、uh, they go directly to、uh, all the filthy things, the sinful things. God says in this scripture, in this passage, that do not even touch it, do not even go there. If you remember, the temptation in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 talks about the temptation. Temptation,、uh, chapter 10, it talks about the temptation, but how you can escape from the temptation, how you can fight against the temptation. The answer is very clearly,、uh, very clear. It says, escape, run away from your temptation. We don't have to fight, we don't have to engage ourselves with the temptation, we don't have the power to do that. And Satan can use our fleshly desire quickly so that we can engage,、um, to the, we engage with sin so easily. So, we will be out of control. So, the answer is this run away from temptation. Do not even touch it. Do not even go in there. If you are passing by、uh, bars or the,、uh, the, things, the places that you are not supposed to go, just pass by it or run away from it. Do not touch any filthy, filthy things. Now, the people of Israelites, sadly, you know, even though they were told through the、uh, Ten Commandments not to worship the other idols, not only they were worshiping the idol- idols, they made the idols by themselves. As they were making it, they were, of course, they were touching so many、uh, idol materials and objects. So we must not touch the things that we used to love and you know, we used to enjoy other than God Himself. It's a very clear direction here. Do not even touch all of these things because we are God's holy temple. Now, the,、uh, Leviticus chapter 11, verse 45 says, God is holy, so you must be holy. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 also says, We are the temple of the living God. God, temple of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit dwells in us. And then verse 17 says, If you destroy the temple of the Holy Spirit, then God is going to destroy you. This, this is a very, very strong warning. The temple of God is in us. 
But if you come back, if you go back to the world and if you touch unclean things, then literally you are destroying the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you must not, you must not touch any of those things. So be careful about that. Then let's go back to today's passage in verse uh, 18. It says, And I will, and I will. Be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Now look at verse 16 and 17. 16, it says, I will dwell in them and walk with them, and I'll be their God, and there shall be my people. And verse 18, it says, I will be a father to you, you shall be sons and daughters to me. So basically, verse 16 and 18 are the repetitions, the same verse. So verse 18, 16 and 18, in between, verse 17 is there. So it's like a sandwich, sandwich structure that you have this 16, you have 18 wonderful promise that God is our father and he is going uh, we will be his we will be his children and then he he is our temple in verse 17 to do that this is like a condition or a result because God is our we are his temple we must be what holy and for him to walk with us for him to dwell in us we must be holy and how can we be holy and apostle paul already gave us the instruction that we must come out from the world and we must not touch anything unclean so how should we live with this message first of all as i said earlier in the first uh, second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 and 20 that we are new creations so we must live as a new creation in christ jesus first of all what does that really mean we must live as the ambassador for christ and as in the verse uh, verse 20 what does it mean to live as an ambassador for christ it means that we need to show jesus christ to the world we need to represent who christ jesus meaning that we need to proclaim the gospel of christ jesus and we need to live it out in front of people so that people will know that jesus is the only way to salvation and jesus is the only lord and savior so we must be intentional and in living out as the representative of christ jesus because we are the ambassador for christ so wherever you go always be ready to share the gospel of Christ Jesus. Acts chapter 1, 8 clearly says, and that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be my witnesses. You will be his witnesses. The so Holy Spirit is in you. That means you are Christian. That means you have the power to be the witness. That means you have the um, ability, you have the authority to show to the world, show the world that who Jesus is and what he has done. However, that's not the end because today we learn that we are the temple of God so the second application is we need to live as the temple of God. What does it really mean? That means we need to live as the separate person from the world. We must be different. In other words, we must live the holy life. Now, if, even if you proclaim the gospel and if you uh, live really well as a representative of Christ Jesus through uh, 9 to 5 o'clock, but if you go back home and if you just go back to your old lifestyle and you touch all the unclean things in your life, then you are a hypocrite. That's what really the Bible really is saying, that we must be the holy 
we must be holy. We must live a holy life. Yes, we need to share the gospel, but also we need to live the gospel of Christ Jesus, meaning that we must live the holy life. God is holy, so we must be holy. It's a very simple logic. If you are God's children, then children, as the children resemble uh, their parents, we must resemble who God is. Many times, this is overlooked, and uh, in many churches, they, they do a lot of Bible studies, and they, the people have a full of theology in their mind. But the problem, when it comes to life, I, it's so hard to find the, uh, the difference uh, between them and the world. Sometimes, some Christians act even, more, even worse than uh, the non-Christians. Wake up. Wake up. We need to be careful that God has called us to be holy as He is holy. Think about this. He lives in us, but how can He live in a dirty place? Who, I mean, He is perfectly holy. He cannot live in a dirty vessel. Of course, Jesus, we are sinners, but when we come to Christ Jesus, when we repent of our sin, He forgives our sins. He purifies us with His blood. So that what we need to do is instead of like, okay, I'm, I'm clean, so I can go back to my world, I can go back to my sin, and God can just forgive me, God can wash me anytime He wants. And that's not the case. Because we are forgiven, because we are washed away, we should not go back to our old lifestyle, and we must keep ourselves holy and clean before the Lord so that we'll continue to live as the ambassador and that we, we can continue to live as the temple of the Holy God. It's so important, and we need to really make sure that these two identities are the really important life determiner that we need to live as the ambassador and we need to live as the temple of God. That's what it means to be the new creation. That's what it means to live as the new creation in Christ Jesus. So do not go back to the world and do not touch anything unclean. In Christ, in Christ's name. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful message that you have reminded us of the, the most important, uh, the identity that we are your temple. How in the world that you live in us, you chose to live in us. It is so um, difficult to understand, even grasp how wonderful that truth is. But Father, please thank you. Thank you for um, living inside of us and walking with us. And Father, please help us not to take it for granted. And we will be, um, always live as your ambassador and at your temple. That we will go and represent who you are. We will always go and proclaim the gospel of Christ Jesus, your son. But also we would love to, we will always live holy because you are holy. Help us and guide us and shape us in your way for your kingdom. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name I pray it. Amen.